This is Veterans Vigil, and I'm Pat, your host. Today is Thursday, August 2nd, 2018, and welcome everyone. Glad you're here with us listening again, having a great time, beautiful day. Hope everyone is also having a great day, and uh, or if you're overseas, a great evening. You know, we know how that is. About, what, seven and a half hours ahead in Afghanistan, in that area, so uh, sleep well, and uh, yeah, listen to us in the morning. Anyhow, whether you're home or deployed, we want you to stay safe and stay sharp. Okay, today's podcast, Actions Speak Louder Than Words. We're going to start with our verse of the day from James, chapter 1, verse 22. And it says, Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You know, when Pat here was growing up, may I apologize for talking to the third person. When I was growing up, my pops always taught me, actions speak louder than words. That's where I got the title from. Actions speak louder than words. It's a pretty simple adage. You know, you can talk and talk and talk all you want, but the things you do to support that, to support those words, or the things you don't do that don't support those words, tells a different story. So if I told my dad, hey, yeah, dad, I'll take the garbage out, but I didn't, and I belied my words, I didn't follow through with the commensurate actions, I paid the consequences, and in turn, my dad, he lost a little faith in me. So how does it apply to our military careers? Or for those of us who were in the military, how does it apply to our post-military careers? You know, in the military, if you know, I was an NCO and I told Private grab a sandwich, hey, it's Friday. When you come in Monday morning, make sure you have a haircut. Make sure you come in spit and polished. I want your camis, your BDUs starched, and I want your boots shined. Okay, I get it. Now, today's military, we don't have those boots we have to shine, but back in the olden days, when Pat was doing this, we used to have to shine our own boots. Anyway, so say Private Grabber Sandwich, you know, he responded, Yo, roger that, Sergeant. Good to go. I'll be in Monday morning all squared away. Okay. See you Monday morning, Private. Of course, Private grab a sandwich. He comes in Monday morning looking like a hippie right from Woodstock, wearing some uh, nasty old dirty wrinkled camis, some boots that look like he just walked through a big old mud puddle, and uh, it appears he hasn't shaved in three days. So needless to say, he did not follow through with the words that he spoke to old, old Sergeant Lynch right there. So what do I think now as a leader? Have I lost a little faith in him? Uh, oh, and by the way, Probably grab a sandwich, you come in looking like that Monday morning, you're going to be getting strong with that front leader rest. So anyway, so I lost a little faith in him because he said, you know, he would be a man of his word. He'd be a soldier. He would do what he was told to do, come in Monday morning squared away. So now I'm going to have to closely supervise him, watch him a little closer because now he can't do what he, the simple things, the basic soldiering skills. And, uh, you know, I'm probably not going to trust him. I'm not going to trust probably grab a sandwich with, uh, you know, Varying or increasing levels of responsibility as we go forward. Can't do it. He can't follow through in a simple word and a simple task. Now let's uh, let's kind of up the ante a little bit. Let's talk about some areas of our life where uh, we make promises. We speak some words. We don't follow through with them. And uh, let's let's think and talk about the consequences a little bit. You have kids or you have young children, you know, nieces, nephews, or little brothers, little sisters, and, uh, you know, you're an adult and you make a promise to them. You're going to show up to their ball game. You're going to go to their recital or you're going to attend a school event with them. 
What if you don't follow through? What if you don't show up? How does that, how does it make that little one feel? How does it make that little kid feel? You think they trust you anymore? You told them that you're going to be there. You told them you're going to follow through and you're going to be the big person, mom, dad, big brother, big sister, big aunt, uncle, whatever it may be. But you tell a five, six, seven-year-old that you're going to be there and don't show up, you just broke their trust. And now they have an outlook in the world that's completely different because the people who they depend upon, now all of a sudden inside, they know they can't. Major, major effect. What about marriage? When you get married... You make vows. You promise to God and you promise to your spouse that you will be faithful to them until death do us part. Pretty common vows right there. But what if you break those vows and you have an affair? You think your spouse is going to be devastated? Do you think there will be cascading effects? Do you think there will be a rippling effect down the road years, decades to come? To your spouse, to yourself, to your family, to your kids if you have kids? Pretty big deal. Yeah, you may have spoken those words on those ma- on that magical, beautiful day, but if you don't follow through with the actions, or actually in that case, lack of actions, because that's an action you don't want to take, if you don't back up those words, they're meaningless. Just garbage, period. What about your friends? What about your battle buddies? What if you know you make one of those uh, statements, I will always be there for you, brother. I will always be there for you, sister. Yeah. We're blood brothers, blood sisters, blah, 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 whatever. But you know what? It's easy to be with someone when they're at, at a peak, when life's good, when they get a bonus at work or they got a new promotion and they want to go out to dinner and have a good time and celebrate or, you know, life is good. But what about when they're in their dumps? What about when they're having marriage problems? What about if they're, you know, their significant other broke up with them? What if they lost someone close to them and they're down in the dumps and you don't show up? You're a no-show. You, quote-unquote, miss movement for your friend. You think you just let someone down? And what if they need you? What if that is one of the most critical points in their life and you weren't there for them because, eh, you know, for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. You said you'd be there and you weren't. That's a big letdown. Mean what you say and say what you mean. That's another, it's another uh, simple adage I picked up over the years, and it is as true as the day is long. In combat, your words, they don't mean anything unless you back them up with actions. They don't mean anything. I got your back, bro. I got your six, bro. Okay, that's cool. I hear that all the time. Heck, people get it tattooed in the forearms. I got your six. Okay, that's really cool. If you do, good. But you have to back it up with actions. And let me tell you what. In a gunfight, I don't care what you say or have said. Your actions are everything. In a gunfight, you tell me that in a gunfight, you darn well better mean it. You better watch my six when the chips are down, when things are really happening. My first firefight in Afghanistan, I found myself in an empty field with my uh, my ODA uh, team chief, the warrant, and uh, our interpreter, just three of us. Well, I mean, there were other people on the objective, but we were on the perimeter of the objective, and it was just three of us in this empty field. All right, stuff started going down. We had a Taliban PKM machine gun zipping over our heads. Like, no one's business. This is my first combat patrol. This is my first combat deployment. My first time in Afghanistan. First time outside the wire with an ODA. And this, this is what's going down. That's the way life works. And that team chief, he had my back. He had my six. You know, I hadn't known him for it, but more than a couple of days. And here he was in combat doing, taking care of business. And I looked at him and what he did. And that was my example in, real, in the real world. That was awesome. 
He never had to ever say a thing again. He never had to tell me, oh, I got your back, I got your six. Nope, because I knew it, I saw it. But if he did say, hey, I got your six, Pat, I know he meant it because he did it because he took words and he put them into action. And that meant the world to me. That was a fine, fine example for a young Green Beret to learn from an older guy, from a mentor. It was awesome. But what if he didn't have my back? What if he, uh, what if he cowered behind a wall and hid? What if he was just afraid? And, you know, being afraid of combat, being afraid of life, is there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually uh, something that helps keep us alive. But you know, what if he did count? What if he didn't do his job? You know, combat, just like a lot of other places in life, we have to take chances. We have to stick our neck out there to do our job. But what if he did? What if he just said, you know, not today. I'm checking out. I'm done. I'm behind this wall. I'm hiding. Pat can figure it out all by himself out there, trying to, trying to get some cover and get out from underneath that PKM fire. He can figure it out. He's a tough guy. You know, you can say what you want, but you, know, you can say what you want to your brothers and sisters in combat, but, but at the end of the day, your actions are what mean the most, period. All right, so who here listening right now prays? Well, first and foremost, I hope that, my hand's up. I hope everyone here prays. But specifically, whoever prays when things are really bad and, and they make a promise to God Something to the effect of, okay, God, if you get me through this, I promise I'll do blah, 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 blah. All right. Who does that? Things are bad. You need God's help. You make a promise that you're going to go to church on Sunday. You're going to read the Bible more. You're going to go volunteer, whatever it may be. Who, who's done that in the past before? Okay. Why, why do I feel like there aren't enough people raising their hands? Because you know what? Hey, come on. Either you, if you're not raising your hand, you're just a better man or better woman than me. And you know, God bless you. God bless you for not making those promises. But I would say that most of you may not be telling the truth. A lot of us, when the chips are down and things aren't going so well, we'll, we'll pray to God and we'll, we'll make a lot of promises, but we don't follow through. So what does that mean? Does it mean we're lying to God? Nah, it doesn't mean we're lying. But we're also not backing up our words with the commensurate actions, are we? All right, we have to follow through. We have to follow through with what with, with those promises word of God. And you know what, frankly, we shouldn't just be praying to God when, when things aren't going well. We should be praying all the time. We should be making promises that we're going to do X, Y, and Z. We should follow through with them. All right, those actions mean a lot. And if you're forgetting where I'm coming from, let's read James 1.22 again. Do not merely listen to the word or do not really just read and say and repeat the word. Just don't go to church and listen. Don't go to your Bible and just read it out loud and say, oh, that's great. I did a good job today. Or you so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Very important right there. All right, you see, y'all, here's the deal. Our faith and prayers, they're all empty if we aren't actually out there in the world walking the talk. Did you hear what it said there? Walking the talk. Because, you know, reading the scriptures or, or you know, when we say reading, let's just call that our talk. Talking the scriptures and reading it. That's, that's good. We should be doing that on a daily basis, numerous times. But if you don't walk what is written in there, if you don't walk by the guidance of God, do not steal, do not lie, do not covet that neighbor's house or that neighbor's spouse, all those, those great big Ten Commandments, get back in the Scriptures, read them. That is our guidebook for living life. All right? We have to be out there walking the talk. Does that make sense? So if we read those Scriptures, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery. And you commit to those vows on your wedding day, but then you go TDY or you're out of the quote-unquote zip code and you fool around with someone else. Your words are garbage, just like I said before. They don't mean anything. 
plain and simple. If you read, uh, thou shalt not kill, as it was, thou shalt not steal. But you claim some things on your DTS, on your vouchers after you've gone to EY, that you're not supposed to. You're breaking the oath, your words. You're breaking the oath that you've given to the country and to your service and to God. Plain and simple, you're a thief. You're stealing. I don't care how you rationalize it, that's stealing. Words have meaning. Yes, they do. But at the end of the day, actions tell a tale, my friends. Actions tell a tale. But here's the deal. Let's say you've done those things. Let's say you've stolen. Let's say you have cheated on your spouse. You've done, you know, a myriad of things and you've sinned. Okay? That happens. You've broken promises. You've not backed up your words with action. Here is the great news for all of you. Listen and listen well. We've all sinned. We're all sinners. God knows that. You know that. I know that. Listen, we're all in the same boat. So while we've gone astray in the past, while we've sinned against God and mankind, it isn't too late. God gave us his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins so we would be forgiven. Boom, done. Clay wiped sling, period. That's it. Believe and believe and believe. Believe in the fact that Jesus died on that cross for our sins so we can be forgiven. We can't do it. There's no way for us to absolve ourselves. There's no way for us to go to another human and absolve ourselves and our sins. God has done that through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. That's it. Believe that, know that, pray that, put your problem, problems at the foot of the cross, and that's it. Okay? They're wiped away. No questions asked. No time out. No getting a wooden spoon on your behind. We are simply forgiven. All right, now listen. This doesn't mean we have a free pass to go out and repeat whatever sin we want to keep on repeating and then on our deathbed at the very end of our life, lay there, you know, make amends with God and say, oh God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Okay, all right, I guess you could do that. I mean, hey, I don't know, you don't know, we'll find out when, when, when it happens. But, you know, I'm not going to roll the dice. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. All right, I'm putting a life of sin behind me. I've put a life of sin behind me in the river mirror and moving forward. That's what we need to do. We need to move forward and reach for the prize that God has put before us. You know, in the military, my greatest fear, especially in combat, was letting my teammates down. Doing or not doing something that would get someone hurt or killed or, you know, even just flat out embarrass my unit. That was always my biggest fear. Dying, getting wounded, all that stuff. No, I never wanted to let my teammates down. That absolutely horrified me to think about. God blessed me with enough courage throughout my career to, to do my job. Okay, He gave me the strength to do my job on a daily basis. And I can say with honesty that I got it done, and I got, and I got it done with honor. All right, I know the vast majority of you have the same ethos. I would bet that all of you listening have had that same ethos, okay? Whether you're still serving now or you've already you've already hung up your combat boots, your jungle boots, or whatever they call them nowadays, all right. If we, you know if we make and follow through with that level of a promise to our battle buddies without hesitation, right? We promise our brothers and sisters on our left and right, you know, we we'd fight next to them, watch their six, and we'd go to combat. And if you know it happened, you know we'd take a bullet for them, for for them, okay. So even knowing that maybe you know they may not reciprocate. How do you know how, how your buddy's going to react in combat unless you've never been in combat with them? No one knows until you get there. I don't care what you say or who you think you are. Okay? It takes being there to find out. So we've made that level of promise to our battle buddies without hesitation. And again, not even knowing if they're going to reciprocate. 
if we do that for our buddies, for our fellow humans, why don't we make that same level of commitment to God and back up those words that we read in the scripture, the prayers that we pray to him with commensurate actions? Why don't we do that with God? Because we know for a fact God's never going to let us down. God has given us the, the ultimate guidebook, the ultimate map and compass and GPS for life. We know he will always be there for us. And at the end of this life, our final objective, the OBJ, the old big OBJ in the sky, is the kingdom of heaven that we can share in eternal eternity. Why can't we make that commitment to him and then follow through with those actions? And you know, we can. You know, we need to be true and loyal to our spouse. We need to be responsible with things entrusted to us by God, such as our spouse, our children, the rest of our family, our friends, our teammates, our co-workers. Treat others like children of God, just like we are. All right, we can do this by simply opening a door for someone and smiling. To be a shining light for God and be a man or a woman of your word by supporting it with godly actions on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Actions. Maybe you can't save the world. That's fine. Okay, I get it. All right. Maybe you can save one life. Maybe you can affect someone in a very positive way. Just one person. With that smile, just a simple smile, or just a small gesture of kindness, you never know. You may never know, and it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, is that you can make a difference, but it takes actions to do it. Take action and be deliberate. Take action and be deliberate. You never know. All right. That wraps up today's podcast. Uh, I want to review. We went over a uh, Today's verse was uh, James chapter 1, verse 22. Just remember, let us all be men and women of our word, and let us all take action to make our life in this world a better place. Take action, be deliberate. Take action, be deliberate. All right. A couple of notes at the end here. I'd like, uh, like to see your all's comments. Go ahead and leave any comments you want to about the podcast and what you think, uh, any ideas you may have and things you want to hear us talk about. And when I say us, I mean me. Uh, you know, check us out on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, etc. Leave your comments there and uh, let us know what you think. You can also go to our Facebook page at Veterans Vigil, our Instagram at Veterans Vigil. Post some comments up there. Uh, any, any ideas, like I said. We also have our YouTube channel up, so you can go there. We're going to have, I think we're up to uh, Podcast 6, so we're a couple behind. But we're putting these up as a, a video, just in case you want to share our beautiful logo that the producer made and uh, listen to me uh, talk on the YouTube. We will be having some videos coming up here, taking some outtakes from the podcast, uh, some silly. Uh, we're going to try to get some of the full podcast up. Some people just like to look at people speaking, and hey, not a bad guy to look at. So once you see me up there, it won't be that bad. It won't hurt your eyes. You'll be okay. We also have our website up and running at veteransvigil.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-A-N-S-V-I-G-I-L.com. All right, so check it out. We're, we just got it up here uh, yesterday, and uh, it's pretty bare bones right now, but it's uh, up and coming, a work in project, and we are adding more and more content every day. So check it out and stay tuned with that. It's a good time. loving what I'm doing, and again, I appreciate everyone being here. Tomorrow, on Friday, August 3rd, 2018, I will be having the long-awaited Keep Your Weapon Clean, Part 2. I'll be talking about the progress of my 30-day Cleansing for God Challenge, how it's going, the progress, the struggles, etc. Okay, check it out. It's going to be really cool. Uh, also remember, listen, and this is it for any 
everybody out there. If you're struggling, having a tough day, having a bad day, having a bad life, things aren't going well, and uh, you need to reach out to someone. Don't sit there wherever you are right now listening and be by yourself. Reach out to someone. Look for some help. Look for the blessings in your life. But if you feel isolated, you feel alone, or you just don't want to talk to anyone, you do have somewhere to go. You can call the Veterans Crisis Line at 800-273-8255. That's the Veterans Crisis Line, 800-273-8255. Dial 1, and they'll get you to a counselor, okay? But don't be alone out there. There's always someone there to help you out. God wants you here. We want you here. Okay, okay. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, you all are a blessing. This podcast is a blessing. We grow every day as a family, and um, God bless you all. As always, be blessed. Know that we love you, and God loves you. All right, this is Pat. Out here.